Uh, how do we start this show? I'm Chris. Wait, don't we say that? Wait, I don't know. <laughs> That's just the first thing you say. Oh. <laughs> no, uh... This apes for you. He wants to love you. Welcome to This Apes for You, a podcast in which we talk about all things Planet of the Ape. I'm Kevin. And I'm Chris. That's the best. See, it is the first thing you said. It is. The very first. I'm Kevin. And I'm Chris. And today we're talking about Battle for the Planet of the Apes. Yes. Uh, 1973 movie. Uh, I watched the extended cut. Okay, great. Did you watch the extended cut? I'm or the pretty sure I cut? watched the extended cut. Okay. This is the one that they give us the ape shall never harm ape in. Yeah, this is also... They do another thing that, that's going to try to try to trick you. Like in the original Planet of the Apes, mm-hmm. where they show you the time clock before he goes to sleep. So you think, oh, that's kind of the time that it's from. Yeah. In this one, they open with the, the year uh, 2670 AD. Yeah. And, but that's just the year that the narrator is speaking from. Right. That's not the year that, that, <laughs> that this story the takes place. events take place. The events take place 12 years prior. Uh, they don't really say that uh, really right right away, do they? Oh, is it? Tw- it well, it's got to be a lot way earlier than that because it's... Um, because Caesar, it, it is Caesar. Yeah, it's 12 years. Like, yeah, oh, 12 years after the last one. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. 1993 plus 12 is uh, 2005. Yeah, 2005. Yeah. Do, don't you guys remember all this happening? <laughs> is that right? Did I do that math correctly? I'm really bad at math, so I wouldn't be surprised if I did that. What were the numbers again? It was in 1993. 93 to 12? It's 2000, yeah, plus 12. Yeah, 2005. All right, good. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should always double check Kevin. Uh, l- later, we get an email. You guys were both wrong. Oh no! Yeah. Oh, no. no, I just said uh, there's a rule around me is like always double check my math because I'm never uh, certain about it. Anyway, uh, it, they do a montage of three and four explaining Caesar's existence and and how he grew up. Stuff that's kind of pertinent to the movie. You wouldn't actually have need to see the other movies. No, to, if you just knew this stuff, you could watch this as a standalone. But I don't know if anybody ever would. Yeah, I don't see like why we would watch number five in a series. Although, uh, 
my, my mother-in-law went and saw the third Batman movie of the Christopher Nolan trilogy. Okay. Uh, but hadn't seen any of the others. Uh-huh. And then she, at the end, she was like, I smell a sequel. And then it was like famously <laughs> over and not going to, you know. Uh, we were just like, oh, no. So, you know, people might go see the fifth movie. Yeah, that's in a true. Trilogy and, just, and expecting more. Yeah, you know, need more. Covers. They uh, show d- the, the whole do sequence and... Uh, oh, yeah, the, the training the training of all the apes in the ape facility. Yeah, and then Caesar's uprising, uh, the vilest war of history, uh, and they call uh, Caesar a savior of ape and human friendship. Yeah, and I, I think that's weird that it's the vilest war in human history. Like, that's pretty intense. Yeah. Is that because it's human against animal? Yeah, I'm very, yeah, like, I, it's very, not confusing, but it's very, like, upsetting. Uh, but, because, you know, you think of World War Two and it's called, like, the Great War. No, the first one was the Great War. Mm, the next one was the War to End All Wars? Something Is like that, that kind of their tagline? Yeah, line? and then, like, Cold War was the Cold War. But like that was a interesting right. title and reason right. for calling it that, um, and so they call it the vilest war, and that was just kind of like, like, what did they do to each other? Yeah, <laughs> what was so I'm, vile about I'm it? Glad we didn't, you know. And, and they even say, you know, this is just one group happened to get out from one of the cities in time. Yeah, um, and yeah, I don't understand because like there was a bomb, but they don't really show or talk about what happens with said bomb. Yeah, so you wonder, was it like, was it the humans firing it on themselves to get rid of the apes, but then it took care of them too? Yeah, they don't really explain that part. They, they don't, but you know, this is this is obviously the beginnings of what uh, Taylor is going to return to in thousands yeah. of years. This is just like that sped up process. Maybe? I don't, well, we'll talk about that at the end actually, get our own takes on it and stuff. But uh, it starts off with uh, showing us the cross-section of ape and human society again. Like, uh, it's people working together in a village. Yeah. Uh, they have uh, Virgil, and he's a smart orangutan, and he's not like Zaius. Not at all. He really is out for knowledge. Yeah. Knowledge uh, for knowledge is sick. And spreading knowledge. Like, he's yeah. telling everyone all the things all the time. Yeah, uh, they show the apes on horseback, which they haven't really had in the last movie. That's true. That's true. And then they uh, show a classroom, uh, an ape classroom, and then General Aldo, a gorilla uh, who's old but in the class. Yeah, there's a a bunch of gorillas. They sit near the back. Yeah, and they just are being a total dick to the teacher. Yeah, they they don't want to learn. They don't think that they need to. They say they want to be writing instead of writing, which is clever. Yeah, actually. Yeah, and um, it's uh, Cornelius that comes up with that joke. Yeah, the, Cornelius, w- is which Caesar's we find out is son. Caesar's son. Uh, so thank God, another Cornelius, not played <laughs> by Roddy McDowell. Yeah, because he's a little boy. It's yeah, the Caesar is still Roddy. Uh, and yeah. Then the gorillas say they want to hang the teacher from a hook, and they say like these kind of vile things. Going back to that word, yeah. to him. Uh, then they cut to the orangutans doing more talk, but it's time travel talk, uh, which is just kind of in the middle of it. And then uh, the kid, uh, Caesar's kid, does an ape shall not harm Abe, and uh, the teacher takes him to task for it. And he's like, no, didn't you forget your own name? Like, the kid's being right. sweet to the teacher. He's being right. like, a little kiss butt. But uh, 
then Aldo says something. Oh, starts ripping up the picture, the words. Yeah, Aldo. He, he wants gorilla. to get out of there, yeah. And uh, the teacher says no to Aldo, but everybody just goes nuts. Yeah, because that is the one thing that humans are not allowed to say to anyone, is no, because that's the word that they're conditioned against. Yeah, um, and uh, all the gorillas chase after the teacher. Like, I don't know what they're going to do, but it becomes a mob pretty quick. Oh, yeah. Well, I think they're going to rip him apart. Yeah, they say they're going to teach the teacher. Yeah. So, McDonald comes in to help help kind of figure out what's, what's going on, to stop the mob, and to take it all in front of Caesar. So, I don't know why it just happened to be the brother, uh, but uh, <laughs> what I took this to mean was... In one of the initial groups, uh, maybe McDonald has a, his brother come in. He and his brother and Caesar all became friends. Mm-hmm. And then when uh, the original McDonald we met died, the brother stayed on with Caesar. Yeah, it must have been something like that. Uh, yeah, and, and they're part of the, the, I don't know, the civilized part of the society. They, they are, and, you know... He makes a point pretty quickly that, you know, they're not treated as equals. Yeah. The humans are not. They're, they are treated as a, as a lower class because there are restrictions on them. Yeah. Uh, uh, Cornelius says, or not Cornelius, sorry, Roddy McDowell, as Caesar, <laughs> says, uh, uh, we are not your masters. And McDonald quickly says that we are not your equals. So, yeah. Like, and that's true. Like, Because um, I think, what, they're not even allowed to eat. It sounds like yeah, humans to keep them vegetarian. Humans have to eat vegetables, even though they're you know omnivorous, basically because the apes are in charge. Everything's good now, right? But it's not not good. Obviously, the gorillas are out of control. Like Caesar is uh, making humans do stuff that they don't want to. Uh, uh, McDonald says Cornelius and Zero uh, could tell Caesar the future, uh, and he means tapes. He like right. kind of sells them this idea. About the, uh, and, and Caesar's like, well, you know, the city was, like, flattened and the bomb left nothing. Um, they say it was a 10 megaton blast. Wow. And uh, and they're like, well, we could go, you know, find find those tapes that were buried underground. That was actually McDonald's brother's job. Yeah. Or, and, I guess, and McDonald and the, in this movie. We could just call him McDonald. Um, sorry. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, they... They may be able to find the stuff buried yeah, underground. Yeah, it's in bunkers. It's supposed to be okay with that kind of stuff. And they're worried about radiation. And like, who's the guy who knows about radiation? Virgil. Virgil, yeah, let's he's go. their answer for everything. Yeah, let's go find Mister Smarty Pants guy. They show Lisa being afraid of you know for Caesar's trip, being like, oh, you know, kind of worrying over him. Yeah, stuff. yeah, not wanting him to go. Um, and then uh, Caesar's like, oh, I'm gonna go say goodbye to. Uh, Cornelius, and Cornelius kind of, like, missing the whole thing, is like, can you get nuts for my squirrel while you're out? Like, Yeah, like, not realizing where he's going. Uh, it's very kind of f- cute, funny mo- moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, I realized watching this one through again, uh, like, it's better than I remember. It's definitely, like, better shot and stuff than the last one. It seems like they had a larger budget again, like, or, or a larger budget than the last film. Uh, I don't know. It's not a lot of, like, jumpsuits and all-in-one-room and stuff. There's a yeah. lot of camera angles, and they built yeah. tree houses that the apes live in. And the, there aren't as many uh, people, also, or apes, in yeah. the background. Yeah. Because, um, you know, it's a small village. 
Yeah, it's not a huge, you know, uh, slave facility, basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, uh, so, McDonald and Virgil and uh, Cornelius, I mean, Caesar, I really got to stop doing that, <laughs> decide to go on uh, the expedition, uh, but they stop to get weapons first, and the, the introduction of Mandemus. Who is great. Yes, I really like the character. He's like, so his job is to okay weapons. He, he holds the weapons locker, so he will give you a weapon if he deems it necessary. Right. He has a bunch of questions that he asks first. It's, it's uh, a bunch six, of logic questions. Six boring questions is what he says. Like, you have to answer my six boring questions. Yeah, and uh, they kind of talk uh, talk him into giving him some weapons, but not a lot. Thanks to Virgil being with him. Yeah. Virgil helps logic it out. Yeah, yeah, he really does. And then he asks for one more pist- uh, for three pistols. And Mandemus is like, actually, what is it for? And they're like, oh, hunting squirrels. And they're like, well, why would you need three? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just for McDonald's dinner. So yeah, that's just one. Uh, apparently, so they're apparently going to let McDonald eat meat on the trip, just not in the. I guess because it's away from the society. Maybe. I don't know. Well, double standards. Double standards. Even in ape society. Uh, so they all go to the city, and uh, Virgil says it looks like a storm at sea. But it's solidified. Uh, it's really creepy looking, kind of. It is, yeah. Everything's Salvador totally Dali-esque, almost. Yeah. Uh, and McDonald says, this is the hell my forefathers used to speak about. It, it, it's hellish. It's a very yeah. hellish uh, thing. Uh, then uh, they show us the skin facers. Hey, our old buddies, the skin facers are back. Yeah, the pre-skin facers. Yeah, it's true. They're not uh, fully mutos yet. Their skins are still facing. It's true. Their <laughs> skins are starting to face. Uh, and it's actually, it's, it's Culp, uh, yeah. the guy who tortured Caesar in the last one. The one who is so gung-ho about torturing and not needing orders to kill. Oh, yeah, I'll totally kill like, apes, don't worry about yeah. that. Yeah. They all seem really angry and bored, and bored, or, like, angry that they are bored. Yeah, it's like, if it's really so bad, walk out of the city and try to live somewhere else. Yeah, uh, nobody's keeping you living in an underground bunker with military. Yeah, they're just trying to like fix things, and it's like you guys know this place is killing you. Right, it's filled with radioactivity. There's stuff outside. You, uh, I don't know. It's very strange. Uh, and they uh, these alarms go off while while they're showing us, and our hero team is you know been looking around the city. Uh, trying to get to the vaults with the tapes in them. Mm-hmm. And uh, Culp sees it, and he's like, Caesar, come back to conquer his kingdom. Doesn't he know the bomb did that? Like, he immediately goes on the defensive, and he's like, oh, yeah. Caesar's coming for us. The apes are coming back for us. But uh, Caesar and uh, Virgil say they smell. They smell like humans, but it's not the same as normal humans. Yeah, yeah. So they know that they're being watched now. And so uh, they get uh, they get to the tapes. Yeah, I really like how this movie is shot. Like when Culp and uh, the uh, the lady that I can't remember her name. I wrote it down. We'll talk. I'll I'll say it later. When they figure uh, when they not only see our heroes, but then figure out that they're in the uh, archives vault. Mm-hmm. Like it throws like a wrench in their brains. They don't really understand. They're like. 
wait, they're back to get us, and whatever was going to kill us all is in the archives? Because they're still, you know, paranoid. Right, right. Oh, they're extremely paranoid. Um, I really liked uh, the, the director of photography uh, shot, like, those shots very um, confusedly and, like, at angles and stuff, mm-hmm. and lots of shadows, because they're in the dark, and then shot the scenes with, like, our heroes in large rooms where they're small or middling and in in the center so it's very vulnerable because they don't yeah. know where they're going yeah. like really good uh camera angles and stuff in that in that kind of those short scenes uh right before they end up well they <laughs> the one of the skin facers says to Culp, like we can't shoot them if we shoot them it'll uh end 12 years of peace and then uh, Culp is like yeah i thought it was getting boring too <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's a total dick still. Like, yeah, he, he just wants war. He wants to end end the peace with the apes. Twelve years isn't that long. No, it's not. Uh, yeah. So they get to the tapes, and Caesar uh, is like, "Oh, my father!" Like, yeah, he, he gets to see both his parents. He sees his parents for the first time. Uh, you know, since he was a baby, and since he was a, a newborn for a minute before yeah. being handed <laughs> off to the other mama. And Cornelius and Zira basically say, you know, the gorillas are what destroys society. Gorillas are going to be your downfall. Mm-hmm. F the gorillas right in the bananas. Because uh, gorillas can take those loathsome bananas. <laughs> Virgil explains Hassland's motorway scenario, as, as, which makes sense in this movie somewhat. It makes still sense doesn't in this... explain time travel. Well, yeah, yeah. It makes sense in this movie because... He's explaining different realities and yeah. how you can change lanes and do something different by changing history right. or doing something different. Which is true. That's right. <laughs> the thing is, it never explained time travel. Yeah. Ever. And they never used it to explain time travel. Right. They just say it in one part and it's just like, no, you... Yeah. yeah. All right, that's fine, but you never explained time travel. Just so you know. Yeah. Maybe it's... They're like, well, to understand time travel, first you have to understand this. And then they never get back to time travel. Right. So. Uh, and now that we're talking about it, actually, this is what I was going to say we should get back to later, is uh, is I think that because it's a sped-up version and then the movie ends the way this one does end, that maybe we have averted the ending of uh, 2, the Beneath the Planet of the Apes. Although, it does end with the whole... We'll talk about the skin facers and the Omega Bomb. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, you just really wonder... You wonder what, you know, is this, the road is open, or we're going to get caught in this loop again? Yeah. The, uh, Culp finally just ends up yelling at his troops, like, oh, well, they got past you? Never mind, don't maim them, kill them. Like, he just very quickly gives up, I realize. Like, he switches from, just like, I want to interrogate them, to, no, just kill them. Mm-hmm. Kill them as quickly as you can. He's very impatient this whole movie. Yeah. Uh, there's a big chase. Uh, Caesar uses a fire hose to, to yeah. ward them off for a while. Uh, there's some smoke bombs, more chase. They finally get away. They have a big argument about speech making apes human, the skin faces. Have. Oh, yeah. Well, if, if, if they can reason, doesn't that make them at least humane? Right, yeah. Intelligent may not make them human. Uh, intelligence. I'm not intelligent. Culp uh, is so paranoid that the apes are coming from him. For him, I mean, and he's like, we can exterminate him. Like, like he he straight up uses the word exterminate. Yeah. Well, and I love. Okay, so at this point, he's sent out scout parties, mm-hmm. 
they can see these people, you know, like, let's look at the big picture. He's sending out all these scout parties. The scout parties are finding out that there's green grass, that there's open skies, that there's still weather, that there's still food growing. Yeah. Leave the city and just go start a colony <laughs> right? somewhere. Start a small village like yeah. the apes did. And the ape humans, or the apes and humans. I know that would be really shitty for this movie. But <laughs> right, like, let's movie talk would... about a good decision <laughs> for the human race. Yeah, the mutant humans make a lot of bad decisions. Do you think maybe they're um, they're growing insane because of the radiation? Probably. Do you think they just can't think clearly because they're too angry because they're irradiated? Yes, and they're, they may be brainwashed uh, by cult uh, just drilling it into their heads. Uh, you know, about the apes being villainous and stuff and being their actual downfall. Not whatever bomb which they're living in the radiation of. Mm-hmm. Which I doubt was apes. Like, I feel like that was a human thing. All those team, like, captures our heroes. <laughs> but, like, they don't capture They just kind of jump out at them and uh, they're like, where were you? What were you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and Cornelius... Uh, or, no, sorry. And Caesar kind of just is like... Look, you don't. You wouldn't understand what we were doing. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and although you know, kind of shakes his stick at him or whatever, shakes his sword at him. You know, threatens him, kind of because that's all those jam. That's how he behaves. Yeah, um, uh, and then he asks the important question: Were you followed? Yeah, he's like, oh, I don't think so. I don't think but, so. But we yeah. know later that that he was. Yeah, they totally tracked Caesar. Um, so there's a big council of like all the different apes yeah and then they all throw up arms because they see a group of humans coming in it's true and i just took a moment to note that the humans that came in were uh three men and one woman mm-hmm. one woman <laughs> she me. represents all women well, she does and With this is the thing is like everybody's like oh we can't have humans humans here and uh, Caesar said, no, no, I sent for them because this involves them, too. Yeah. Like, because he's, he's talking about war. He knows that they might be coming for them. Right. He wants the humans' advice on how they would attack other humans or defend themselves from other humans. You know, yeah. he wants them to be part of the society a little. I, I think especially after McDonald pointed out uh, that they're not equals. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, everyone's yelling no at the humans in the council, and Caesar's like, yes, and the gorillas all leave because of, uh... And they're gorillas. Yeah. Yeah, all those says it's time to go. Uh, you know, in those previous movies, and here's another reason that the lanes have changed, I guess, is they say Aldo was the one who said no. Remember? Yeah. Yeah, so we still still see Aldo as a big character. Yeah, it's just he's not the the leader like everyone thought. He's not. The Maybe he was in the original version, and that's what made apes hate humans so much. Like that's why, in future ape society in thirty nine fifty whatever, uh, they hate humans because they never learned to live with them because Aldo was their leader. Oh yeah. So this time Caesar stays the leader. That's a good. That's a good point. Maybe. Yeah, although I wonder if Aldo would even be coming in at the right time frame from where where they were set. Because they said centuries later, so that would be a couple hundred years later. That's true. But everything's... That, yeah, that things. original story, yeah. I like to believe that this is the good version. This is the happy version of the story. <laughs> um, so the... Uh, 
the skin face is returned with a map of uh, Ape City or to Ape City. Uh, and Culp's like, well, we gotta go after them right now. Yeah. And then uh, Alma, that's the lady I forgot her name of earlier. Mm-hmm. Alma, he, he asks her to go with him and shows the Alpha and Omega missile and is like, we will not surrender to those animals. Yeah. Uh, so if, when I tell you, wait 15 minutes for some reason, he says, and then yeah. blow up Ape, Ape City. Yeah. You know, that's, that's a pretty heavy thing <laughs> to lay on somebody, just like, wait, blow the city up. Then they cut to, back to the to the Ape City, Lisa, you know, Lisa kind of interrogating Caesar, mm-hmm. asking him, like, well, what's going on? Like, what's actually going on? He's like, oh, they're coming for us. And she's like, oh, they said they're coming for you? She's like, no, they shot at us. That means they're coming for yeah. us. Yeah. Um, and she's like, and he keeps saying that they're mad, which they are, but I don't think he does have confirmation of them being crazy. Like, uh, and she's like, how are they mad if you didn't talk to them? And like, Lisa knows what's up. She's very uh, mm-hmm. smart. Uh, well, she kept him in check during Conquest. It's true. At the very end. Uh, depending on the version yeah, you Yeah, not my version. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Caesar says that they're malformed. And Cornelius is like, what's malformed? And they're like, oh, nothing. Go to bed, you crazy Cornelius. Corny? I write corny a lot in my notes. So Cornelius. <laughs> uh, then they uh, show the... Show everyone prepping for war. War, 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 prep for war. Yeah, then we have Cornelius sneaking out. Mm-hmm. And he's sneaking out to, I don't know if he's looking for bugs. or No, his, uh, his squirrel gets out. And oh, he chases his squirrel after gets out. And so he's up in the tree and he overhears uh, all the gorillas talking about overthrowing Caesar. Yeah. Uh, all those using the words guns and power really loudly. Yeah, yeah, I wrote that too. <laughs> and, um, and they're like, well, what will we do about Caesar? And then he says, oh, we'll smash Caesar. And yeah. everybody stops Yeah, everyone silent. stops and looks at him. You know they don't want they Yeah, don't want he that. shall not harm Ace. Yeah. Uh, and then one of them spots Corny in the ceiling. Yeah. No, I mean, in the, in, not in the ceiling, in the trees, up high. Yeah. Uh, and they, and the, all those like come down there or or else come down from there or yeah. else. And Aldo like climbs up and chases Cornelius and then starts whacking at the branch he's on with, a, it. with yeah. a machete. Yeah. Uh, and he falls and dies and, and all dies the apes scatter. Yeah. Although he doesn't die immediately. Yeah. It takes him a couple days. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. I thought he died right away, but uh, so I wrote, wrote it in my notes, but he's not dead yet. Uh, he, I'm not dead yet. Uh, all of the uh, the gorillas scatter, and Lisa shows up, uh, and she's like, "No, oh, my baby." Well, she doesn't oh, yeah. do that. But she's heartbroken. Quite sad. Um, and then uh, some more cutscenes of the Mutos, uh, to Mad Max style in the desert. And you can tell their vehicles are horrible. Right. You can you can even see like some of the some of the marchers are falling and dying as they're marching out. Yeah, they're it's not so ready intense. for this war, but they're pushing themselves anyway. It's very Mad Max. Like it yeah. feels like almost Fury Road but with less uh, intenseness. <laughs> um Cornelius uh they come back to the city and Cornelius is very badly hurt and uh McDonald finds the where the fire was burning where the Aves were meeting. And then uh, notices the hacked tree branch. Yeah. Like, he's on the case, McDonald. He's Detective McDonald at this point. I don't know. thought that would get a bigger laugh out of you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, I don't know. It was too many syllables. Oh, okay. Dete- Dick McDonald? Dick Donald. McDonald, P.I. 
I don't know what his first name was. Uh, all the apes are waiting outside Caesar's house to find out what's going on. And uh, Lisa and some Dr. Human and uh, Caesar are all just out, like, inside, just sitting around watching Cornelia sleep. Yeah. Um, she tells Lisa, like, it's bad. You know, he's not going to make it, I don't think. Yeah, even if we had proper equipment. And Lisa talks about how, like, she can't tell Caesar yet. Like, he can't know that yet. It will break him or whatever. <laughs> this one... This one's got a lot more depth to it, I've noticed. Like, it does a lot more emotional depth. There seems to be more plot and character growth and less heavy-handed uh, cultural stuff. Like, it's not... Yeah, because everybody's just trying to get along, and I think they're like, well, that's kind of everybody right now anyway. Right, it's not about the civil rights. It's not yeah. about, like, yeah, escape or refugees. It's not about any of the other stuff, which they've addressed in all four of the other yeah. ones. I mean, there is some stuff that's directly, like, no, you know, war is bad. Like, right. <laughs> you know. I think maybe some of this, too, is uh, kind of a between the lines. You can be more successful if you can all come together to fight a common enemy. Right. You know, if such enemy. Because, like, these guys, like, there's nothing that really shows that they're doing the right thing. These mutos from the city. Like... They're attacking, they're being the aggressors, mm -hmm. like, the whole time. Yeah. There's nobody saying, oh, the Mutos were right, they were just getting trampled on and right. stuff. Right, yeah. No, no. The apes are not coming for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, it's just, it's easy to see them as, as just this common bad guy. Yeah. Bad guy, bad guy. And so, really, to me, it kind of becomes about, well, can all the good guys get together to fight that common bad? I agree. The, uh, a couple, like, uh... A couple of reconnaissance guerrillas spot the Mito train and, like, take two out, or take mm -hmm. one out, mm -hmm. um, and the Mutos just shoot one of their fire cannons at them and, like, take the, the gorillas out. Uh, one of them survives, though, and crawls back with the info. The next scene starts with Virgil and McDonald talking about the uh, branch being cut that McDonald found. Yeah. And then he, uh, Aldo comes in and he's like, there was a human attack. This is the ape that, you know, saw it, survived yeah. it, and he tells him, uh, you know, about the, like, I was attacked, but he doesn't tell him they were, you know, the aggressors in that. Um, and they say, like, lock up all of the humans. Oh, yeah. And uh, and everyone's like, well, no, Caesar said, the, what did Caesar say? And he's like, oh, Caesar's not here. And then he sits in Caesar's throne. Yeah, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, take all the humans to a corral. Uh, and then Aldo and his boys go hit up Mandemus for some weapons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Mandemus tries to start the whole uh, six stupid questions, six boring questions thing. And Aldo's just not having it. And they, like, bust they in. They bust in, yeah. And just start taking weapons. Hey, guys, this is just a door that could be busted down. <laughs> Check it out. Whoa! <laughs> this guy is easily pushed out of the way. <laughs> uh, uh, Cornelius dies. Yes, Cornelius dies. Uh, it's really sad. Uh, Virgil snuck over to Caesar's to give him the lowdown of what was going on, but like Caesar's just like two racks with pain, and then and then uh, Cornelius gives, does give Cor uh, Caesar a little more lowdown right before he dies. He says it wasn't the humans that attacked him. Yeah, but he doesn't tell him that it was Aldo, where he should have. But way to be on top of it. Like, right. you should have told your dad this, like, immediately. Right. 
Well, he did, I think. But I think that was the first time he could talk that way. Oh, okay. And he's like, well, he still didn't spit it out. <laughs> Yo, pops! It was me. the apes. Yo, pops! It was the gorillas. Them gorillas attacking me. The humans prepare for attack. I'm like, they're ready for war. They've traveled. Now they show them, you know, setting up their cannons and their mortars and their, you know, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Uh, so the battle's been slowly, slowly progressing during all this uh, drama with the baby falling yeah. from the tree. Yeah. Not a baby, it's just a baby boy. Lots of, like, smoke bombs and stuff so they can't see who's coming. Yeah. Um, and the humans attack uh, right as Caesar's confronting Aldo at the corral. Yeah, and, and it's so funny because one of the scenes here in the huge battle of, like, and I don't know who okayed this or how this happened, but as the bus is, like, coming into their encampment, there's, like, the front roadway is barricaded, but it's, like, two boxes and, like, four poles just set up, and the bus just tips it over. It's, like... (laughs) That's not a barricade. Like, a kid <laughs> in a tricycle could make it past this thing. It was ridiculous. I, I, was, I didn't notice that part. I might have oh, been thinking so it or something. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, we'll uh, after this episode, we'll just have to check out that one part. Yeah, of it's course. It's so funny. So the gorillas uh, stop the humans from escaping. Like, immediately, the humans in the corral are like, oh, the humans, or the apes are gone. Let's get out of here. The gorillas, like, are like, no. Like, we leave the... Even when it's all apes on deck, they leave some gorillas behind to oppress the humans and, and mm-hmm. keep them yeah. uh, caged. It's really kind of awful. So they make it into the middle of the of the ape city, and you're looking around, and all of the apes are just laying around yeah. dead, it looks like. There's a, a, a ton of battle scenes of the humans progressing, and then, yeah, all of them are, are dead. Um, Dr. Human, that's taking care of... Uh, yeah. Of... Uh, Lisa now, I guess because Cornelius is gone, is like, go save yourself. Colt uh, and Caesar have it out. Like, they have a big kind of back-and-forth scene where they yell at each other about it. Yeah, and then and then uh, Caesar's like, now fight like apes! Yeah. And then all you notice that, like, all the dead bodies are actually apes. Yeah. They pop up. They were just playing dead. They get up. They start throwing nets on people. I wrote, nets! Because, yeah, yeah that's like an uh, ape thing that we see a lot. Um, and then, you know... Uh, Caesar's like, take them captive, don't kill them. Because he's still, you know, Caesar. He's still a benevolent king yeah, that doesn't yeah. kill people. Um, but uh, he lets the guys go, like Culp and the rest of his guys go. Yeah. Uh, because they're just, they're not trying to chase them. Again, the apes are not coming for them. Right. Um, and uh, But all those team intercepts them and kills them all. Do you have that on yours? Or was, I wasn't sure if that was the extended version. The- um, all those team kills all the culp and all the rest, rest of the humans. Yeah, that the, like they come in, like they come around the side like doing a pincher movement. Mm-hmm. But really, the whole time they've been ignoring the whole battle. Like they haven't even been in the battle. Yeah, those gorillas. Yeah, and then they come around the side of the hill, and then they start taking people out, and they totally stop the bus, and they go on and they kill everybody on the bus. Yeah. And then they kill, like, what looks like a fruit stand or something next to the bus at one part of it. Like, there's, like, a structure that the bus stopped near, like a like a hut or something. Okay. And they blow it up. And I'm like, well, that wasn't part of the traveling bus. Yeah. Why did they blow up that fruit stand? Yeah. 
Uh, I was very confused by that. Uh, I think it's just more things to, to destroy. More things to destroy, yeah, totally. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I was very surprised by that. Uh, and uh, they have all the gorillas going, all though, all though. And then it cuts to Caesar being cheered for. Right? Yeah. Like, everyone's like, Caesar, Caesar. Yeah. Um, and he's like, let the humans go. And then all those shows up, he's like, don't let the humans go. Yeah, and then they get to have their back and forth. Yeah, and uh, although it would kill Caesar if he could, he pretty much says it straight up. And then Virgil's like, well, you killed an ape child. Yeah. And the apes turn on Aldo. Mm-hmm. And so then there's... Oh, so he broke their, their most sacred law, so Caesar ends up kind of backing him up into a tree. Yeah. And they have this epic tree fight, like, way up in the branches. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And then uh, Aldo goes, draws his blade on Caesar, which Caesar kind of grapples him, and uh, grapple? Grap- yeah. Grapple. Grapple. Grapel. Uh, he, Dave, grapples him, and uh, <laughs> knocks, knocks Aldo out of the tree. Yeah, it, it's pretty rough, because then, like, well, where do you draw this line? Like, now Caesar's killed him. Right, and that's the next scene, or the next shot, is, like, I guess Caesar's down... They're standing over Aldo's body, and he's like, should murder be avenged? Like, is that, like, should murder be taken care of with murder? Yeah. And uh, Virgil's like, well, the future will tell, but we'll have to build a future first. Right. Because he's ever the optimist. Right. Um, They release all the crowd humans. Which is good. And you seem at that point, it seems like they're going to be released as more of equals. Yeah, well... uh, yeah, basically McDonald is like equals, please. Like he needs yeah, to be, he's yeah. like we need to be equals now, um, and everybody says that each other are good and wise. They use that word, those words, rapid fire. Yeah. So <laughs> you're good and wise. You're good and wise. I'm good and wise. How you doing? Good, uh, good and wise. Good and wise. Yeah. You look good and wise. How are how are the kids? How are the wife and kids? Good and plenty. I'm oh. good and wise. <laughs> <laughs> then. Uh, so it cuts back to the last two mutants, uh, the guy who was like, let's not break oh, yeah. 12 years of peace, and the lady who was given the launch codes. Yeah. Uh, and they're playing chess, and she, uh, the last guy kind of comes in and is like, oh, everyone's dead, and then he dies. And then he dies. <laughs> and uh, Alma goes to launch the button, and uh, the other guy, Mendez, I believe his name, yeah. uh, convinces her not to uh, blow the stack, but like we should just you know, respect the missile. Yeah. Which is obviously yeah. the beginning of the Muto religion. Right, right. Which I wonder, see, I'm wondering if, like, at this end, if the Mutos are worshipping this bomb, but then apes and humans form an ape and human society, how it all, all would end, versus apes becoming the dominant species. Oh. I didn't want to kind of spoil that until we got to the right, end. Right, right. But, like, like would mutants and humans and apes together, you know, uh, hume-apes? I don't want... I, yeah. I'm not calling them a cross-breed, right, but a right. cross-society. Uh, uh, the... the uh, what would you call the apes? The... Uh, I, I don't know. The... The society, the hominid society. Yeah, ape-society. But humans have got to be in there somewhere. Oh, in there too? I don't... I don't know, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, yeah. the human humapes versus yeah. the mutos, like, uh, would it have the same outcome? 
Right. What is as the apes versus the Mitos with mm-hmm. a couple time traveling humans thrown in the mix. Right. Well, and that's the thing too is like the times still would bear out even when the narrator is talking at us. It's right. like twenty six something. Yeah. And we know the end of the earth is thirty nine something. Yeah. So it could still end the same way. Right. Because then the movie cuts to six hundred years later. Yeah. We could just get to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's back to the narrator that was telling us. And, they, and he's teaching a uh, class of humans and yeah. apes. Humans and apes in, the, in a field that looks very peaceful. Yeah. And they call him Lawgiver. And they ask him some question. answers very Socratic mm-hmm. uh, teaching method. Uh, and, they, and, you know, he's like, only the... Time will tell, or whatever. Like you know, it's just a movie closing line. Right, right. And they cut over to the, they cut over to a statue of Cornelius or of, of Caesar. Of Caesar, yeah. Sorry, of Roddy McDowell, uh, Caesar and Cornelius, <laughs> and uh, and then they focus in on it, and then it cries. There's a tear, and and you wonder if that tear is because he knows what the end is. They won't be able to get along, and the humans will go mute. And I don't want to believe it. Still, I want to believe that the. They averted that society because it was Caesar, not Aldo. Okay. Like, if, if the lawgiver had been standing there and they cut over and it's a statue of Aldo, the one who said no. Yeah. That's where I feel that, like, that's the, the wrong society. Okay. That's the one that's in the beginning. I want to believe that. Now that we're at the okay. end of the fifth movie, that's, okay. that's my optimistic view. I am going to go with they change certain lanes on the on the freeway to like speed things up in the process mm-hmm. to fit what was going on but then i think that it got caught in that self-destructive loop where it's always going to end with cornelius and zira then going back in time and starting it all over again all right in, in the sped up loop yeah i don't think it's going to speed up anymore but oh that'd be I, interesting oh yeah wouldn't it though and then it's like 3 years and then it's like 2 years yeah yeah but no, I, I think that, that the my idea is that the end really is beneath uh, with, you know, we just effed it up and made another Mars. Yeah. Beneath the planet of the apes. Mm-hmm. All right, so to your, but it's still statue crying was a little too much for, for me. Well, it's like, why is it crying? You know, is it crying because... It knows what's going to happen. Is it crying because it knows there can never really be peace between all these different races and species? <laughs> I want to think that there can be. I think that there can be. Alright, so that's a very peaceful uh, <laughs> peaceful <laughs> ending to our episode. Uh, the next episode. What are we going to do next? The TV show. The TV show, okay. Uh, deconstructed the way we normally go. And, I, and we're going to try to do multiple episodes per... Per, yeah. And we're going to kind of get a feel for it. I have a feeling we'll be able to fit in more cartoon episodes than live action, just because not as much happens. Yeah. I seem to remember a lot going on in those live action episodes. All right, so let's start with the live action ones. Okay. And then uh, we'll move on to the animated, then we'll do the book. Yeah. Then, uh, and then 2001 reboot with Tim Burton, and then uh, more and more and more Planet of the Apes. Yeah. We've it, got comics, we've got video games. We do, yeah. Comics and video games, and I, I just have to tell you, uh, the couple of graphic novels we've read are so are good. awesome. They're so cool. You uh, you read the 
the one that's just a Planet of the Apes one, but I read the one that's a Star Trek Planet of the Apes crossover. I got to that one, too. Oh, it's so good. They're all really good. Yeah. The Star Trek Planet of the Apes crossover is just, it it folds in seamlessly. Yeah, it feels like an old-school Star Trek episode. Yeah, and and it doesn't change anything with the movies. It doesn't have to. And we'll get to that. Actually, I think that between now and then, since that's further down the year, down the line, maybe next year, we should collect more of the Planet of the Apes oh, comics, yeah. and we'll have yeah. a, a future review at that point. We'll talk about the best ones and the worst ones. How about that? Oh, there you go. That's a good. That's a good idea. All right. Uh, so uh, one last thing, I kind of wanted to apologize for if there's any, uh, too much background noise. Uh, I do live in an apartment complex, and it's summer, and all the kids are playing. Uh, I don't want to cut too much out sound wise, but I, I, I may leave in some pogo noises and some kids having fun. It's summertime. It's it's time for them to play, and they can't always go to a friend's house. Sometimes they just have to play at home. They live in this apartment complex. Oh, uh, please follow. Feel free to like us on Facebook, uh, and uh, follow us on Twitter at the Safe for You or the the Safe. No, it's the Safe for, for You. Yeah, and then uh, the Safe for You on Facebook, and I post ape related articles, and I post ape comics and ape memes. I, I try to keep that going. Once or twice a week, uh, and then I always post when new episodes are up. Uh, please check us out on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, and remember, this, this apes for you. you.